Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Did you see what I brought with me? Today? No. Yeah. No, I did not. I brought my soapbox. Oh. I'm getting on it right now. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well jump right into it. Episode I mean, six, starting on the soapbox. I'm not even going to introduce the episode. Maybe we should. I feel like you should. Go ahead. Texas. It's the melting pot of food culture. We got to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Soapbox time. Quit calling pig in a blanket's kolaches. I've said it a bunch of times. I've gotten in several verbal altercations with several folks that think they know more than I do, but I'm sorry. My community is like 80% Czech, and you are calling them the wrong names. Yeah. This is a a very very widely discussed topic at the office. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I made a viral video, like, I don't know, sometime around New Year's Eve last year. And I feel like I just have to reiterate it right now. If the topping is on top of the pastry, usually fruit or cream cheese or both, it is a kolache. Actually, it's not a kolache. It's a kolache, singular. Kolache is plural. If the food stuffs are in the inside of the pastry, it is a klobasnek. Or klobasniki. I can never pronounce that right. Yeah. Um, I always butcher everything. It's I definitely not a kolache. Definitely not. So On yeah. that, we agree. Yeah. if That's the easy way to tell it apart. Stuff on top, kolache. Stuff on the inside, pig in a blanket. Just call it a pig. Yeah. It's it's not that complicated. Yeah. Seriously, folks. I mean, it can have sauerkraut, ham and cheese, you know, sausage, or what did you say you saw one time? Like cream cheese or something? Or... What's that? I don't know. Wasn't there like cream cheese or something inside of a pig in a blanket one time you saw? Or was that something else that you were telling me about? No, that was tamales, oh. which we'll talk about later. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh, I even <laughs> saw at the uh, Little Czech Bakery in West, they put pulled pork in a pig in a blanket. I bet that's good. I didn't if it taste was done it. right, I bet it would be good. I should have, but I had already eaten like way too many than I more than I should have. It always happens that way. My brother-in-law like, got it. I'll and, just eat three and yeah. then... Halfway through the second one, you're like, why did I get three? Why did I do this to myself? And now I'm on 35 for another. Because nobody just like is close to home when they go there. At least nobody that I know. It's like, I'm going to stop here on the way. And now I have three more hours to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you got to budget out some time. I'm glad yeah. we live close to two very good Dude, places that right? make, make kolaches and koblasiks. Oh, I'm going to say that Prashex is probably like, if it's not number one, it's for sure tied for number one. It's got to be. It's on every list of bakeries in Texas yeah. that's worth a fuck. I've been to a lot of them. I went to, you know, I haven't done the full tour. Like uh, a friend of mine who's a food blogger, shout out uh, Sam Money Signs, Dollar Signs. Uh, she did the whole uh, like Kalachi tour. Oh, yeah. Which is something we're going to have to do. We're going to um, have to do a couple of different tours, I think. We're going to need a lot of tours. We're Taco Karen. tour. Karen, get that set up in our budget. <laughs> we got to do a seafood tour. Oh, well, that one shouldn't be too hard. At least it's all on the coast, right? We're already on the coast, right? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I get to force you to eat some seafood. Should we take point. a boat? <laughs> yes, we, we should. We should definitely take a boat. Well, if you have, like, things that rules of judging a seafood restaurant, if you have to take a boat to get to a seafood restaurant, chances are it's pretty fucking good. I'm down. <laughs> I mean, I will. I mean, I'm not just... 
I don't have like a vendetta against seafood or anything. It's just I just worked in the commercial catfishing for a few summers and I'm just turned off by it. But I mean, I'll do it. Okay. Well, we're square. Yeah. I mean, like I've definitely eaten like I'm not going to eat like canned tuna. I'll eat like no. a bomb tuna steak though. Yes. You you bring me some like fresh out the gulf like whatever. I'm probably down. Okay. Well, and that makes me feel better. As long so, as I got Topo Chico. As long as there's some Topo to wash it down with. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> for all the... I've been to Slovacek's, uh, the West Bakery, Prosheks. I mean, Junior's here in in, uh, in Wharton, I guess. Junior's contender Dude, on, on that, too. They're definitely in contention. Yeah. But uh, I think Prosheks... The only thing that I will gripe about Prosheks uh, is their, like... In the uh, pig in a blankets, is their pig to bread ratio is a little bit too bready for me. Yeah, yeah, they do make very big, big bready. Yeah, but the pigs. bread is delicious. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not complaining about yeah. carbs. See, back home where I grew <laughs> up, it, everybody was all about the kolache factory. Stop it. And then I moved to El Campo, and I'm like, wow, this is totally different. Yeah, people tried to flame me in the comments on my uh, on my video, and they were like. Uh, yeah, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when I go to the Kalachi factory, uh, everything there is called a Kalachi. I'm like, first of all, you're out of your element. Yeah. If you're coming at me with facts from the Kalachi factory, bro, just if that's your source of reference. You're yeah. embarrassing not only yourself, but the entire Czech culture and the state of Texas. Yeah, and so like travel anyone. a little bit, get some real shit, and then we'll have <sighs> another conversation. Yeah, dude. All right, that's so a, for that's being, the only soapbox for now. For being a tenth generation <laughs> Hispanic Texan, you sure do know a whole lot about Czech culture, dude. Well, I mean, I live in El Campo, and like when I was a kid, we had Czech neighbors that were Mennonites, and they were the most bacon people that I've ever seen in my life. And they would hook it up: strudels, kolaches. Oh, yeah. Pig in a blankets, like these bomb cinnamon rolls that had cream cheese and like pecans and just everything. Yeah. Probably like a whole stick of butter per like cinnamon roll. So yeah. yeah. Diet wreckers. Totally delicious. Yes. And then so like we would be all doing like Christmas <coughs> trades, like we would bring over like tamales and they would bring over the baked goods. Man, it was a good old Chexican affair. Dude, huh? Chex Mex. It <laughs> <laughs> needs to be a thing. We just did two t shirts, by the way. Chexican and Chex Mex. Yeah. Yeah, that could be an entire line. Yeah. Tacos and kolaches oh, dude. and pigs. There's a song Bro. that's kind of like that. Really? It's like uh, Pivo and kolaches, cerveza and tamales, maybe. Something mm. like that. I don't know. I have to check that out. Yeah. Day. I see what you did there. <laughs> you have a barbacoa Oh, pig? dude, a barbacoa pig? I would I eat know, that. I don't know how that would work. It's... What would happen is that you would just need a nap. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Like, good morning. Here's your barbacoa pig in a blanket. Go to sleep. <laughs> well, just give me a big red and a bowl of menudo on oh, the side. Dude. I'll be down. Like that is the ultimate Texan thing. I should have done that for the thumbnail. Oh like, yeah, big red and barbacoa. I don't think is as much of a thing here as it is in like San, San Antonio and like further south Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. If you go down to a Corpus, yeah, it's not much of a thing. I don't think around. I mean, I guess it is, but I think it's like an underground thing. Yeah. The hipsters have taken it though everywhere else. Yeah, they, they haven't taken it, it here yet. Thank goodness. Like the regular hipsters or the Mexican hipsters? Oh, man, I don't know. Because like that guy at Jalapenos yesterday might qualify as a Mexican <laughs> hipster, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had the gold shoulder oh, uh, shirt yeah. and uh, the. 
toes or the boot toes that curled up almost to a complete circle, but yeah, not he's quite. definitely in a Norteño band for sure. <laughs> I wish I'd have had my accordion because I'd have pulled it out and just watched that guy melt everyone. Yeah, but if I ask him his opinion on barbacoa, I trust it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like he's not gonna tell you to like go to. I don't know, some convenience store that has the barbacoa inside. He'll be like, behind that convenience store. Don't go to Stripes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe their stuff is legit. I've never had it. I've never had Stripes. I don't want to roast them without. Oh, you know what? I did have Stripes barbacoa one time. Oh, really? It was all right. Uh, It wasn't awful. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't anything like crystals yeah go go yeah go to the taco truck behind there and they probably got some good stuff. Did we did we segue into Mexican already? Well, the Chex Max culture. We did, and it was a very smooth. Transition. It was a natural transition. It was a natural we tangent. We don't do those. That, that took us where we wanted to go. The tangent has led us, bro. Dude, <laughs> don't let the tangent turn on you, man. Don't let it turn. It on just you. brought us into like the Mexican culture, which is a huge part of any Texan's life, unless you're just like a vegan. Maybe. Yeah, which There's, you know the vegans uh, aren't getting down on Mexican food, but dude. I eat Mexican food. I don't know. Are you gonna Three bring to me five into, times a week? Are you gonna bring me into another soapbox situation with this vegan tangent? Uh, I mean, there's lots of soapboxes you can Dude. get on on the. Vegans, Let me get on one real quick. I'm gonna call this episode, or I'm gonna. I need to make a a sound effect like your captain tangent on like AJ soapbox or something. AJ soapbox. AJ soapbox. <laughs> there it is. All right. So okay, just real quick. I just want to get it out of the way. If you are a vegan or a vegetarian. Don't eat pretend hamburgers. Don't do I it. I agree. I like, mean, and anybody that's really doing it for the right reasons, I've met, I have a friend of mine that's vegan, and she is doing it for the right reasons. And yeah. She says the same thing. Like, I'm not even going to eat pretend meat. That's, that's like wearing fake yeah. leather. You're still, like, perpetuating the cycle. Yeah. yeah you're you still acting the idea of it. So what? Yeah. what's the point of having a moral stand of veganism if you're still going to act on the idea yeah. Contrary to that. You know I mean, mean, like, if you are, uh, like, physically unable to process or digest meat, then okay, get you a Beyond Burger or whatever. The, what is the other one called? The Whopper or whatever. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's Beyond on Meat is the company, the biggest company that's yeah. out there. Well, they're ter- they should be labeled, labeled a terroristic group or something. Yeah, $9 a pound, you're damn right. Dude, that's highway robbery, bro. Yeah. And then I read a thing that showed, like... The nutrition, like, not that we would care about nutritional information on this podcast ever, obviously, but like the nutrition in those fake meats are way worse than actual meat. Like, the sodium level is off the charts, the calories are insane. Like, but now the push is it's uh, helping the planet because people are consuming less meat, which means less cattle, which means less methane is what the idea that they try to pitch to everybody. Yeah. Seems it's, legit. It seems legit, but it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Just like everything else they try to sell you at $9 a pound, typically. Yeah, dude. I mean, if it's $9 a pound, like, I better be getting way more than a Beyond Burger. It, yeah, it needs to be some already <laughs> cooked, badass barbacoa that I bought a pound of it for 9 bucks, and I'll be yeah, happy dude. with that. Yeah, but if Real you meat. bought a pound of that barbacoa at Cristal's, you definitely got, like, 1.25, and they upsold you immediately. I mean, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say no? Do you want an extra quarter pound? Uh, you know what? No. No, I don't want that deliciousness. No. Take it back. Yeah, nobody says no to no that. No one. Yeah. yeah. That's a and pretty good thing. Plus, if you thing. did, you know, the chances are they don't, I don't know, they're just going to look at you funny, and then they're going to charge it to you anyway. Yeah, so. and as soon as you walk or turn around, they're definitely going to be talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then you get your tortillas and your salsa, man. They're barbacoa. That's... Dude, 
They yeah. have like figured out the like ultimate. Um, I don't know how to say it. Like efficiency of barbacoa. Yes. Because you just like that. I think that's all they sell. Like, or maybe like they do carnitas and yes. uh, chicharrones, right? And menudo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. menudo now. I haven't been yeah. there in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you just walk in and you're like, hey, give me two pounds. And then, boom, you got your two pounds. And you're like, all right, let me get a half a pack of tortillas or a full pack. And they've got them ready to go. Yeah. And then they got the little bags full of like of their the salsa. cilantro and the salsa and limes and stuff. And the onions. beautiful thing about their tacos. It's all you need is the barbacoa and their sauce that they make, dude. Yeah. Like you don't even need cilantro and onion. Normally I put it on barbacoa except for there because yeah. with their corn tortillas and, and that salsa, perfect blend. The uh, the fat to meat ratio or grease to meat ratio there is perfect. Oh, yeah. Like it's got some. Don't get me wrong. It's got to. Cause that's the whole point. But it doesn't have like an overwhelming. A lot of times you get uh, some barbacoa and it's just like overly fatty and it's yeah, too much. Yeah, I can see where it's too much, and but to me, it's worse if it's nothing. Oh yeah, I don't <laughs> like want super dry, dry barbacoa. Like, what's the point? Yeah, there's no reason like, to even eat get that. rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Um, so like a Mexican restaurant, I can always judge it by like three or four points of criteria oh, on yeah? like how good it's gonna be. Um, number one. I don't know if it's three or four, so whatever. I'm gonna set it up as however, however many however many I'm about to go into is the criteria that you can judge any Mexican restaurant on, and I'm gonna probably patent this. So uh, don't anybody try to steal it. I feel like Rich O'Toole, Rich O'Toole would probably like try to boost this from me. He, he would jump on that bandwagon for sure. There's, yeah, yeah, no doubt about so, it. So, uh, <clears throat> well, one of these is from him, so I guess I kind of boosted it from him. But uh, anyway, shout out Rich O'Toole. Uh, number one, how trashy does it look from the outside? Like, yeah, is it if it's super nice and clean and like it looks like the health inspector was just there and they got an A plus plus, probably not going to be that great. Well, to me, it's like is it a is it a building that they bought secondhand, like an old shutdown Pizza Hut or an old, <laughs> yeah. old McDonald's or a trailer? Yeah, you know. But it can also be offset by like I've been to some places that look nice outside but had the real bright colors. Oh yeah, and they you know they started out the original way yeah. in the criteria but now they've made it you yeah know? <laughs> they, they, we call that the come up <laughs> they, they hit that come up yeah they're they're on that uh was it what do the kids say they're getting on that glow up the glow oh, up. is that a thing the glow up is real yeah oh, so maybe Jesus. they threw a coat of like pink and yellow and orange yeah, it has to be paint. crazy contrasting colors yeah. you know like orange and pink and <laughs> yeah Green and purple. Yeah. the Probably one of the best Mexican restaurants I've ever been to was this place in San Marcos called Mana's. It was Mana's number one because they had like two or three of them. But it was legit a single wide trailer converted into a restaurant. And, and BYOB. It, was it 24 hours? Uh, you know or what? did they stay open late? Oh, they definitely were staying open late because we would pull up in there with like a keg and 20 dudes and just crush it. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. That sounds like a spot. Yeah, dude. And uh, I don't know if it was 24. I pr- it probably wasn't, but uh, that would have been clutch, like extra. Maybe they should have had like a window, like a to-go window where you could just pull up and get tacos at 3 a.m. <laughs> yes. That would have been way better than Taco Cabana. Oh, yeah. The Taco Cabana, least Mexican Mexican restaurant, probably. Well, no, Taco Bell's less oh, Mexican yeah. Taco, Taco Bueno. Mm. Yeah, like Taco, Taco Bell's cheap. Yeah, well, Taco Bell is like national... Yeah. Fast Mex- Mexican food. Taco Cabana is like 
Tex-Mex fast food. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely not as great, but at two or three in the morning, yeah, queso's okay. I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta put that exclamation point on your night out, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Just go ahead and go full regret. Yes. Like you know what? I didn't quite get all the regret tonight. I'm at like ninety eight percent regret. Let me go ahead and spend forty dollars at Taco Cabana. Yeah. Need an Ultimo burrito. <laughs> three <laughs> large steak quesadillas. Dude, the only thing good that they used to have were the mini chimneys. Mini chimneys were good. Those man. were okay, but their yeah. quesadillas weren't bad because it's like, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, you know, just as long as there's enough meat in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number two, um, how many Virgen de Guadalupe pictures do they have hung up in the restaurant? If they don't have any, leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they don't have any, try to look at the cook because if he has one tattooed on his arm or some praying hands with the rosary, then I'll let that slide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if they have the uh, what's the setup? With the candles and the pictures, I've seen that a few times. I think you might have been in like a cartel spot, bro. No, like the Dia de los Muertos. The yeah, you were. In they some just cartel left it stuff. up year round. Yeah, you know? totally like, cartel for sure. Maybe. That's, yeah, that then it was for sure good. It was pretty delicious. Yeah, so, so uh, it met yeah. the criteria. Yeah, Virgen de Guadalupe, or at least like some crucifixes, but for sure they're gonna have that Virgin Mary hung up in there. Like yeah. three or four, you're looking at a solid Mexican restaurant right there. Possibly a Jesus in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, so number three. Did you have something else there? No, I was asking what was number okay. three. Okay. Number three is, is it cash only? If it's cash only, you're about to get some good Mexican food. Yeah. Yeah. It means they're just starting out and they're really trying and the food's no, probably going to be no, good. No, they're just not paying and taxes. And they're not paying taxes yeah. because they probably don't have a social security number. Yeah. So, so what? <laughs> I think there's one more. Isn't there one more? There's there's at least one more. Um, I think I got an additional one more. Oh, you're going to so, one more me? Oh, man. Possibly. Okay. So um, is the person working the register under 13 years old? That's when you know that it's is really, a very, really good. That's probably, to me, the easiest way to spot it. You walk in there and yeah. one of the family kids is working. Yeah. It's like, probably hey, going to be legit. you supposed to be in school? No, you're actually in a real-world education. Some stuff you can use later in life. Yeah, I think... We went to one the other day where the uh, waitress was holding her baby oh, as she yes, was taking she her order. That right? was awesome. I was like, she was apologizing. And I was like, no, I'm honored. <laughs> this like, is... this is how I know it's about to be really good. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, it was really, really good. <laughs> exactly. Don't don't apologize for that child. Just put in the work. I mean, you're teaching that kid life skills. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And also building, like building character. Yeah. The kid that works the register that's under 13 is probably the only fa- uh, family member that speaks English good or enough. Or the best English, yeah. yeah. To talk to all the white folks that are coming in there trying to buy that barbacoa. Exactly. Because they figured it out. Exactly. Because they had a real Mexican friend that was like, hey, man, dude, don't go to Stripes or wherever. I mean, okay, I quit saying Stripes because it might be good. Don't go to wherever that has that basic barbacoa. You go to Cristal's. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I learned this from guys at work. Yeah. You know, actual that, Mexicans. Uh, actual Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So, what was your one more? Oh, uh, if if you're eating and a guy walks in with the curly toed <laughs> boots that are almost a circle, but not oh, quite, yeah. That's and what a was... cowboy hat and a gold chain, yeah. it's probably good food. I was thinking the same thing um, the other day when I was thinking about this soapbox. Um, if you get to the restaurant and you look around and there are no Mexicans eating in there, not going to be good. Oh, yeah. That's also definitely a, yeah. something to look out for. If you, if all you see is like Kyle, Todd, Tucker, and like Brad and Chad. Oh, yeah. Bell out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If it's bro down in there, <laughs> get out. Yeah. Like, Don't do it. Yeah. That's the same thing if you're going to eat Vietnamese food. 
If you oh, go yeah. in there and you don't see any Asian people at all eating, eh, who knows yeah. what you're what you're in for at that point. Yeah, probably. But if you out. go in and that's all it's there, and you, you find yourself being the only white guy, and you're in Chinatown in Houston, yeah. it's probably going to be delicious. Yeah, if you can hear the cook's radio and it's a language you don't understand, it's probably going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I we, feel like that's across the board for any ethnic cuisine. Yeah, but then 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 you're gonna have people all fucked up, right? They're gonna they're gonna be in a Chinese food restaurant and they're gonna hear Mexican music well, coming that's, out of I the mean, kitchen. I mean, that's every restaurant has Mexicans <laughs> in the kitchen, so I guess maybe yeah. Does the does the music have to match the food <laughs> no, that you're eating? Absolutely not. Like, I mean, you go to an Italian restaurant, you still got Juan and Jose in the kitchen hooking it up. Yeah, I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be authentic. My middle name Italian. is Jose, so everybody chill out. oh man so i I mentioned it a little bit but besides the the mexican food that is so great in texas there's a lot of other other ethnicities like i mentioned the vietnamese there's houston has a very strong chinatown if you've ever eaten down there there's there's some badass badass places i went to one where it was like these ladies roll around on carts and they have their menus with them and uh they come up to the table you pick something off the menu and they serve it to you right off the cart and Dude. and compile your bill as you go along, just eating all the different things that come out. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. It was kind of like the way the Brazilian place was, except for oh, like they you mark that you wanted it and then they charge you for, for whatever it is that you're getting at the time. That's crazy good. And then they still had a menu and this thing probably had three to five hundred items on it. Wow. It was it was that thick. Dude. I mean, it was page after page, and you think you're done, but no, that was just chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you still got beef and seafood and everything else. Dude. Yeah, that place was good. I got to go to this place. I don't Try really, it off of 59. Uh, uh, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I'm down. Karen, uh, get that get that yeah. one scheduled, Jamie, too. pull that one up. Yeah. Oh, dude, I needed Jamie to pull my soapbox up a while ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh... Palacious has that uh, pho restaurant that's yes. in the point, the little convenience store. It was on yeah. Bourdain and everything. Yeah, yeah. I watched that episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. And that's one of the things about Texas, too. we got a huge seafood tradition all along the coast. Oh, yeah. I mean, Palacious, you can go down there and go to that place. And there's some really good seafood restaurants down there, too. Or just buy it and cook it yourself and or really enjoy it. Or go catch it, bro. Or go catch it. Jump on a boat with our well, it's homie hard to, Jeff. hard to catch shrimp. I mean... <laughs> no, you can do it. You can. i got to catch that. I've done it before. Yeah, but <laughs> you want the big gulf shrimp, yeah. man. Jump jump on that boat. What's your homie's boat name? Oh, if you want to go deep sea fishing, go uh, look up Josh and go to the Bluefin or look up Jeff and go to Adam's Sport Fishing. Both of them, they're going to put you on some fish. Yeah, the, the only catch is if you uh, go out there and catch anything, you got to hook us up too. Yeah, you gotta share. Yeah, you gotta let us know. This is not a sponsored podcast. I but mean, I'll help you with the cooking of it. Yeah, I know how to do that pretty well. Uh, if you want to do that, actually, you can jump on our Patreon, and that's one of our Patreon packages. Oh yeah, I think so. If it's not, it's gonna be. What's that? The that seafood we'll cook one? with you? Oh, that will cook with you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, if that's not on there, shout out to our Patreons, Michael yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Holla. Yeah, jump Holla. on our Patreon. Uh, there's there's a link somewhere. <laughs> Get on there and we'll make seafood together or whatever. Yeah, that'll allow us to do all kinds of. We'll cool do a catch and things. cook. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a blast and cast. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you go duck hunting in the morning, <laughs> and then you go fishing in the evening, and <laughs> then you eat 
fish and duck for dinner. Fish and duck, yeah. It's called. I saw it on a Zimmern episode. Actually, that's what he called it. But that's another thing about Texas. You can go go hunting in the morning, fishing in the evening. Dude, have all kinds of different things. Yeah, wrap it in bacon and put cream cheese in it, like y'all do. South Texas is one of the biggest bird hunting spots. Dude, El Campo is like Dove Central. People are like, "You're from El Campo," and you don't think people understand where El Campo is, but if they're like any kind of bird hunters, they know. Oh, yeah. They know yeah, about it. They They're like, dude, it. we pay $200 a gun to go shoot Dove down there. He's like, really? Do it from my back porch for free. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, go out to the, the city, 10 acres, and yeah, dude. shoot it up. Boom. So speaking of hunting, that's another another aspect of the Texas food culture that's yeah. kind of made a unique imprint. You know, there's I wasn't going to bring it up, but Tony ate some freshly harvested birds the other night, and I didn't oh. get invited. Oh yeah, that was Friday. Yeah, I apologize, man. It, I, I, it wasn't that I planned it at all. I was invited somewhere, and yeah, no. somebody just showed up with it, and it was good. No, I was, it was busy. Quite I was like doing, I was like washing my hair or something. So I, <laughs> you were doing I Pilates. Could, yeah, I know. I had like this thing that I couldn't get out of. <laughs> it was totally okay. I'm not upset. Next time. I'm not going to write a passive, aggressive Facebook status about it. Oh, okay. I mean, I typed one out, but I deleted it. Oh. I typed it out, screenshot it, sent it to some friends, and then I deleted it. Oh, I do that sometimes. <laughs> like, nah. But, you know, I think Facebook actually saves those too, probably. Oh, of course they are. They, serve, they save everything. Anything you type is in there, bro. Yeah. If the service is free, you are the product. Yep. That's how they come up with all their advertising. Yeah. Well... That or they're listening with their microphone. They are. I just smiled, smiled at the FBI guy in my. Oh laptop. yeah, we haven't gave the FBI guy sh- oh, yeah, a shout dude. out. Shout out while. FBI guy. Yeah, he's looking at me weird. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that guy. My life's not even that interesting. I'm <laughs> talking to you in a room, and I don't even have my crib anymore. You don't have your safe space. My anymore. safe space is gone, y'all. If anybody has a crib, they can donate to the podcast. I need one. Cause yeah. he just doesn't feel right recording without it. I don't have anything to lean on, so like I'm just <laughs> sitting on this chair. Not next only to physical, this physically, but also <laughs> yeah. metaphorically. Yeah, like <laughs> I just want to lean on it, lean with it, rock with it. Um, did we talk about barbecue yet? We have not. Well, we kind of did with only the hunting, in every episode, but we only <laughs> discuss barbecue in every episode. Oh, so yeah. if, you, mean, if you listen to this podcast and you don't know that barbecue is one of the things that makes Texas great, then you're not paying attention. It's not only that it makes it great; it just makes it better than everywhere else. Yeah, the diversity <laughs> of of what you can cook. I mean, the yeah, the Cajun, the seafood, the Dude. hunting, the deer, the duck. Dove, quail. Tex-Mex barbecue, uh, Valentina's, shout out Valentina's in Manshack, not Manshaka, Texas, yes. near Austin. Yeah. yeah, they get offended when you mispronounce that. Yeah, yeah. shout out Doug Moreland for teaching me the right, difference between right and wrong. Um, yep. Tex-Mex barbecue, bomb. That sounds legit, man. You need to go there. I've been there a few times. Um, the Real Deal Holyfield is like a Mexican breakfast taco with refried beans, potatoes, eggs, I think it has bacon. Uh, maybe not, but it definitely has a big, thick slice of brisket. That sounds delicious. And then to get the queso on the side. With p- uh, pico de gallo Dude, on it, too. All of Gotta it. have pico on that. All one. of it. Yeah. yeah. Shredded cheese, I think. Barbecue sauce, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I can't remember because as soon as I took the first bite, I left my body, and then I was hovering over the table watching myself eat. 
Oh, you had an out of body experience. Yeah, it, it was, was like that I, level. Yeah, like Valentino was my spirit. Don't guy. they have a hot sauce, or is that a different Valentino? Mm, I don't know. Maybe they I, should. I know I, they have. I some buy there. some cheap hot sauce at H E B. Probably Valentina not. That, anyway, I doubt it. They've only been on the Food Network one time, so the hipsters haven't ruined it yet. Ah. It's still like attainable. Dude, I feel like crystals could be on the Food Network. No, no, don't don't ruin it. Don't no, ruin I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not trying to make that happen, or let, <laughs> I'm not gonna tip anybody off to that. But yeah, I mean, it I'm, definitely the worthy. Experience that could be made into that for sure. It's definitely it's, worthy. But I mean, anytime that a place gets famous, then it just makes it impossible to get to. So you're not gonna go jump on the Franklin brisket line. I mean, I'm gonna do it once. You can pre-order now. You don't have to get in line. Really? Yeah, you can pre-order, and then you can order just a whole brisket if you want. But I don't know, man. For me to stand in line for a $25 a pound piece of brisket when I can just go down to a barbecue place here in El Campo and get one that is... I could not see how anything could be exponentially better than the barbecue place to make me want to wait in a line. Yeah. Or even even Mustang Creek or some of the other places around here that yeah, we're, like we're blessed. Hashtag yeah. blessed. <laughs> we we can That's get that, yeah. that same quality is around blessed. without the lines. Like I feel like yeah. if I ever try it, it will be because I'm rich enough to send somebody to go get in line for yeah, me. They don't allow that anymore though. There was professional line standers. Wow. And then like the people across the street would rent out lawn chairs. <laughs> for like five bucks Over or something. Barbecue. Barbecue. I mean, hey, dude, I'm sure it's amazing. It looks amazing. And people oh, say sure it's, it's great. Really good. But yeah. I don't think it's that much more great than what I can get in El Campo at like three places. Yeah. Like a third <laughs> of the price. Yeah. Or less. And no line. I can go get it on my lunch break. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know that I would get in a line. But yeah. I mean, I'll probably do it one time. I mean, there's got to be some examples of, of, getting on the food channel and it not killing the total quality right i mean i don't think it would kill the quality it would just kill like the ambiance the the like i mean to sound like a hipster right now the experience yeah. or the exclusivity of yeah like i don't want anybody to have my stuff <laughs> you know, like i want to keep it my little secret you know <laughs> and i don't want to show up at cristal's at 7 a.m on a saturday and there's like a three-hour wait. Well, know? I mean, you show up sometimes, and it's a thirty to forty-five minute wait yeah. already. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. Good. But I mean, they deserve they deserve it because it's awesome. Yeah. And I if agree. anybody has like worked hard to build a business, it's them because you remember how the building looked before that. Oh yeah. Like they added on a whole section and like, like they've they've more than doubled their square footage. You know, I mean. Started from the bottom. Now they're here, you know. Hey, they got a recipe that works. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Cristal's. We should go. I wish it was open like all the time, but you you have to work for it. You have to earn it. Yeah. You have to be. Uh, there's a window to get yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You better get there before the for the church folk. So they look at you weird if you're in there in some Air Force Ones and some and basketball. More shorts. than once, I've stopped in on my way back into town after staying out at Lane City or nice. somewhere late. Same. Yeah, like, four or five in the morning, headed home. I'm gonna stop there, grab yeah. something, eat in, and pass. This is out. my before <laughs> sleep meal. Like, oh, are you just getting up to go to work? Nah, man, just shutting it down for the for the night. Have you ever have those nights where you 
prep your food that you need, you're going to eat in oh, the morning dude. before you go to sleep. I have always set myself <laughs> up for success, bro. You wake up like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've taken care of myself. No, I'll I'll prepare like my, my 3 a.m. snack, like getting home or like if we play a show and like I know I'm going to get home at like 4 or 5 in the morning, then like I'll prepare like whatever I'm going to eat. Before I leave and be like, here's my, like, I'll make breakfast tacos and then just have them ready for when I get home. Yeah. Yeah. Clutch. I'll have everything lined out and set up. Like, all I got to do is heat it up. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. I mean, Whataburger is cool and all, but, you know, that homemade stuff. You can't be cooking at home, I think. Yeah. I mean. I mean, we started a whole podcast about it. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know, it's, it's what we do. Yeah. So, far as elements of texas culture i think we've covered just about a a lot of the base ingredient stuff yeah you know dallas and houston and san antonio they're all different yeah. all have kind of different flares about them like houston you know we got our uh, dj screw slowed down music hey so my cousin shout out robert <laughs> uh enlightened me to a feature on apple podcast app that you can actually slow down the beats per minute and listen to the podcast screwed up. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> the only way I'm going to listen to podcasts from now on. Chop, <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> if so, you don't know what screw is, uh, push pause, jump on YouTube or wherever and listen to some DJ screw. Yeah. RIP. Yeah. It's eh, some of the mainstream songs have, have some parts like little oh. Wayne and, some really? of them other ones have they'll have like little snippets embedded mm. into their songs nowadays with yeah. it but i'm talking about some like it's not the, it's not the real shit dj yeah. screw or some like fat pat yeah or some, some little troy school, yeah old school kiki mike jones big mo who mike jones <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man ugk yeah all of them bun b we should you do a houston yeah. episode we could probably get bun b on here <laughs> yeah, right. We can get Bun B and Zero up in this room. Or we need the crib back if we're gonna have those two. Yeah, yeah. If we could get those two on the podcast, we yeah. man, we that'd be some street cred right there. Yeah, dude. I bet they like to eat good. I bet they can cook dude, too. I bet yeah, they can man. throw down. Dude, we'll, I'm all. I'll reach out to their PR people. <laughs> I'll slide in that DM. Or You're something. Slide in that DM. Yeah, dude. Uh, Cajun. Yeah, we didn't talk a whole lot about it, but man, I love Cajun as much as anybody you know yeah i go to new orleans as often as i can my sister lives not too far from there a little town called golden meadows shout out uh, golden meadows yeah shout out to all our listeners in south louisiana we love your food <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> but yeah man i use tony's i use all kinds of different elements Zatarain. of cooking in my food you know we actually uh had a an event for easter last spring april and uh, we cooked crawfish and shrimp and stone crab, and we had nice. a hell of a spread, man. My sister came and brought her boyfriend from Louisiana, and uh, I had Wait my. Wait a minute, was he wearing jorts? He wasn't wearing jorts, man. Did his was... shirt have sleeves? <laughs> he may have had a plaid button-down <laughs> okay. shirt. Yeah, he was yeah. going to rip those sleeves off in the summer for sure. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was fairly normal. <laughs> he he wasn't a stereotypical coon ass. Oh, okay. But right. yeah, he was cool. Uh, but we had my buddy Josh over. Uh, to cook some crawfish because he does a he does a pretty unique recipe, hmm. and uh, what he does when he cooks his crawfish is he puts it in a cilantro soak. 
like a it's like a brine with a wait before no after they're cooked okay with a cilantro onions a little bit of salt he adds a adds quite a bit of quite a bit of flavor to it a lot Dang. of butter that's quite a that's quite like a, a culture mash mishmash I guess yeah like cilantro man. like the last thing I would think spicy cilantro crawfish man wow it's it's really good and you know I I grew up eating crawfish like the traditional style we used to have a crawfish boil every yeah every summer growing up at the beach house but uh when I got introduced to that one it was a little bit of a game changer man I could see that yeah yeah you they're cooked perfectly and then you soak them in that they pop right out and it's delicious but yeah the guy from Louisiana was just shell shocked. <laughs> Good. He called I would his father. Nothing less. <laughs> he, he called his dad to say, "Dad, you're not going to believe what the fuck these guys Dude, are putting in this crawfish." Listen, wait a minute. They're they are putting cilantro <laughs> in their crawfish. Like it was, it was like, you know, your soapbox of yeah. of what a kolache is and isn't. Dude, like first of all, it'd be like we put out. beans in chili or something. Oh you know? my god, don't soapbox <laughs> me yet. I don't. <laughs> There's no beans in chili, y'all. Stop doing it. Um, yeah, no, for that dude to be appalled, I'm glad he was. Like, even though, like, as a Texan, I should be like, well, that's just how we do it. But I'm glad he was appalled because, like, you should be. Like, if that's your, you got to rep your set. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, he I needs get to it. be coming through. Like, when I go to, like, I don't know, St. Louis and somebody brings me some ribs and I'm like, no, what is this? Yeah. This is, no. We, yeah. this, Texas does it you, better. You have to rep your hood. Man. Yeah, you dude. have to rep where you're I'm from. I'm glad he was. Did he eat it though? Like, was he cordial? He tried it, and he yeah. said he, he said it was all right. Yeah. He didn't, you know, he didn't bash it. Yeah. But I also cooked some shrimp the traditional style that I normally do, and he yeah. was Crushed all about it. that. Crushed that. So nice. But yeah, it's okay to to have some conflicting opinions yeah. on that kind of thing. I, I mean, mean, sometimes I do a steak with just salt and pepper, and sometimes I do it with. Like, I don't know, like a barbecue rub or something. Yeah. As long as you don't do Change it with it ketchup. Because that's not okay oh anywhere gosh. with any culture. <sighs> Patrick Mahomes, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot put ketchup on steak. Did we figure out if he was just trolling or, like, what that was? <sighs> I, I, I haven't researched it. I was okay. so disgusted by yeah. it. I don't want to learn more. Dude. Yeah. Just get out of here. Exactly. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to uh, make sure we invite you next time we do the do the crawfish. Yeah, I'll get with Josh and uh, get it hooked up. I'll come show you what's for up. Food, I mean, boom, <laughs> all about it. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. Oh man, um, did we talk about Manulo and then the Mexican thing? I feel like we skipped over that. Well, I th- I, we didn't talk about it specifically, oh, okay. so I think we just covered it in, in general Mexican. I love Menudo. Yeah, are you, are you a pig feet guy? Dude, you have to. Man, it depends That's on... That's the point. It depends on, like, home-cooked every time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. once or twice, I had some bad pig feet like menudo at a restaurant. At a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just depends. Did they have air conditioning at that restaurant? Yeah, <laughs> most likely. It, uh-huh. it might have been a window unit. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> it should have been all right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I love the, the pig feet, the meat itself. Yeah. The the bones get annoying a little bit yeah. after a while. got to work for it a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like eating quail. I love quail, yeah. but all the little tiny bones. I mean, if you can old. go through all the work of eating crawfish, it's, it's not really bone. much different than that. So, yeah. yeah. Just, a little, just a little extra. 
But yeah, I love I love menudo. Yeah, it's, it's got to have the pig's feet though. I I'm mean, gonna have to learn how to make it make it at home, but I'll be cooking it for myself. And I don't know that you can make menudo in a small batch. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, like if you, if if I made it just for myself, it'd be enough for a while. <laughs> I don't know that I could eat it fast enough. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about cream cheese tamales earlier. Yes, chicken and cream cheese. And Dude. before you say anything, be prepared to shut the fuck up. Okay, oh because I'm already well prepared to say a lot of things. <laughs> I feel like you got got. Like whoever you bought those from was strictly making them as a troll, like as a setup. Like, okay, let's figure these white people out. They like cream cheese on everything. Well, check let's this put out. Put it in a tamale. If if you want to call me basic for eating those tamales, and guess what? I'm going to buy a pair of Ugg boots, and I'm going to eat my chicken and cream cheese enchiladas with a pumpkin spice latte on the side dude. and possibly a White Claw. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Shout out White Claw for giving the greatest memes since Donald Trump. Yes. They're killing dude. the meme game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I've never had it, obviously, but, um, yeah. Misty came home with a whole case of it. Of course she did. <laughs> yeah. Of course. She, which flavor was it? All of them. Blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was like a grapefruit, a black cherry, and oh, a mango. Of course it's maybe. Black cherry, dude. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. It's flavored water that has alcohol in it, dude. That's what they need to outlaw. I'd rather have vodka and flavored water if I were going to do that at all. Yeah. I mean, like, how many people has vaping killed? Seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven, I think, and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna cancel it. They need to cancel White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the every, amount of deaths are incalculable. <laughs> everybody dies a little bit inside every time someone takes a sip of White Claw. Oh, I need to send you the Facebook video <laughs> about what goes in your body when you drink White Claw. How can you send it to me? You're still banned, bro. How many oh, days do you have left? Uh. Three or four. I oh think. my god! We're down. Okay, we're almost at the home stretch here. Everyone, jump in the comments <laughs> and uh, give your predictions on how long it's going to take Tony to get reband <laughs> after he comes off of probation. Man, yeah, and I don't we're know. have a post probation party. Like Tony's off probation with we'll a party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, about my Facebook jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that would I'll, be I'll, epic. I'll get a henna uh, tattoo of a teardrop and everything. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my. Tony's coming out party. Wait, yeah. no, that sounded wrong. <laughs> hey, I'm married with kids, buddy. Yeah. Um, White Claw. Yeah, not not a fan. Uh, but also uh, tamales with anything but Look, pork. Not a fan. Fried, I, refried I, beans? I bought no. these, and I made my own homemade pot of chili to go with it. Heavy emphasis on, like, the peppery style yeah. chili. Mm -hmm. All meat, no beans. Of course. And I smothered those tamales with that chili and yeah. cheese. Yeah. And it was one of the best meals that I've prepared for myself. You know, um, I am guilty of time. doing chili on tamales. I think it's great. Uh, but I like dip them. I like to dip them in there. You know what else I do? That someone might just pull my Latino card. What's that? Ketchup. Ketchup and tamales. Oh, I thought you were going to say in the chili. Oh, no, dude. I, I, I was about to pull your texting card, dude, your Mexican card. We're just going to cancel the podcast right card, now. Like, all of your cards would have been no, taken dude. away. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not a fan of ketchup on tamales either. I, I like it. Hmm. My grandma did it. My mom did it. I do yeah. it. Chili and cheese for me all the way. 
Yeah. 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 Or dipped in some queso. You know, I'll go I'll go <sighs> that route too. You can't go like, wrong with queso. Yeah. If anybody wants to like get up in your junk about that, uh whatever. Yeah. Let them. They don't uh, they don't even know. You know, I didn't even realize that you could buy tamales until I was like, I don't know, 23. I didn't know that they sold really? them anywhere. Like I didn't know that they were commercially available anywhere or like people would sell them. Like to me, it was always something we just made. And it's we like just a say, homemade thing. Yeah. And like anytime anybody tried to sell me tamales now, I'm just like, no, no, no. My, no. my grandmother, would, my family's got that on lock. Strike buddy. me. My grandmother will strike me from heaven with a bolt of lighting. Yeah. yeah. Nobody in my family makes them. So I have to buy them. You should just start making them, bro. Uh, it's you a lot totally of work. Pull it off. I'm, I'm sure it's I could. It's a lot of work for it's sure. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'd rather just buy it. Fun fact. Um, tamale, right? The singular is tamal, not tamale or tamale. Really? Tamales, plural, obviously. But yeah, singular is one tamal. Ah. So now you can impress all your Hispanic friends by knowing <laughs> a little fun fact there. Yeah, knowing the fun fact. Yeah, and then you can just roast them with it if you can pronounce it correctly. You know? No, I can't just, pronounce anything correctly. Let me get a tamale. A tamale. Dude, me and my sister had this uh, crazy business idea for, like, boutique tamales. Oh, yeah? We were going to cash in on, like, people being all about, like, basic and hipster and, like, organic, free-range, yeah, sustainably sourced. Why didn't uh, you do this? Um, I think we, we still might. Oh. I don't, oh. don't yeah. want to tell you what they're going to be called. Dude. I can't give you the business <coughs> name. Well... You uh, you remember that other idea I had that could pair well with it. Yeah, everybody knows with that. The, well, nobody knows own. actually. Tony has had several million billion dollar ideas uh, that have like came to fruition through other people, and have, they've made billions of dollars. Yeah, I he, thought of it, couldn't get it figured out and funded, and then yeah. boom, I see it out in the world, in the universe. Yeah. So one yeah. of those ideas. Don't tell them. Oh, don't I, tell okay. him, dude. I won't we tell could, him. You don't lose another one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't well, want to have to edit this. <laughs> we'll have to do a whole episode dedicated to Hang that, on. Uh, Tony's going to tell you about his idea right now. You ready? <laughs> this is Property of Beats and Beats I podcast. I censored out the good part. Now no one can take all of your monies. <laughs> Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Singular tamal. Well, now I can impress my friends. Yeah. You know what's not going to impress your friends? What's that? The new Blink-182 album. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Are we jumping to that? No, we probably shouldn't, but we should. What was we the sh- other thing we're we, going to do? We got a shout out to the Meat oh, Eaters yeah. of the Month, Meat Eaters man. of the Month. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot about that. I was so ready to flame the Blink-182 album. Spoiler alert, it's trash. It is. Uh, that I forgot about our Meat Eater of the Month segment. Yeah, yeah. This month we're gonna give a shout out to the Pit Is Lit Facebook group. Oh yeah, yeah. Very strong community, man, and they they hold it down. Yeah, we've talked about them before on here. Yeah, uh, but we never gave them quite the due that they were due. Yeah, uh, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I just put words together in my head. But yeah, no. <laughs> we work. wanted to highlight them. We we were both members. We actually learned quite a bit. Browsing yeah. the stuff on those pages, both like of us. Seventy thousand members. Yeah, it's been around for a while too. What yeah. Was it twenty thirteen or something? Yeah, something like that. It's been around for a while. There's always like people selling barbecue pits that they make, like 
you know, spices and rubs and stuff that they make, and everybody's always pretty cordial, I would say. Yeah, uh, yeah and the moderators do a good job keeping it barbecue-focused, too. Yeah. They don't let it get too out, off the rails. Yeah, they're, probably the most common question that anyone asks is, uh, how much brisket do I make if I'm catering an event? Yeah, which is uh, a strange thing to, like... To go on to ask catering, I always thought that was kind of odd. Yeah, um, like, just if you're to, gonna do something professionally, I feel well, like well, I think they're not. It's a good not professionals. You There's know, a lot they're of just, people that know. They're just dudes that like to cook. That their friend was like, "Hey, this brisket's really good. Can you make it for a hundred people?" Yeah, and then of course, like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I can make. Three briskets yeah, on a Saturday, a lot why of, not make 30? There's a lot of caterers and you know people that cook a lot, and for a lot of people on that group. Yeah, so man. they always get some good insight on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You can even search the past posts for different things. Mm-hmm. If you're like if you're going to cook oh, something yeah. you've never done before. So before you ask questions on there, you can search in there so that way nobody yells at you. Yeah, for asking when you ask the, the same question. What, what temperature do I cook my 13-pound brisket yeah. and for how long? Uh, just so y'all know, <laughs> um, if you are going to ask that question of how much brisket do I make, you want to figure three people per pound. Uh, that's per pound cooked, yeah. not per pound raw. Which is a, yeah, definitely yeah. a different measurement. Was yeah. it about 30, 30%? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So... so. Yeah, just a little FYI there. That search tool, you find answers yeah, like dude. that in anything you want to know. Of course, you ask that question, you're going to get ten different answers. Yeah, so. and, and yeah, the main answer is do a little research, yeah. read a, read Try a few it. things, and then come up with kind of your way of Cook doing one. it. Yeah. You know, you don't get good at barbecue by just reading things. You That's just, true. <laughs> Listening to podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the best way to get good at it is to do it and to fail yeah. doing it, so you know how how to do it better next time yeah man there's no participation trophies here yeah <laughs> there's winners and losers and that's it that's i'm it. sorry if you ain't first you're last <laughs> I'm, if there's any children listening to this i'm sorry that your parents are raising you to be a mediocre loser because that's what you are if you're not winning <laughs> I, I doubt that any of our uh you know our listeners are are making their kids set up to fail to that degree probably no. No. Our listeners have you, are good people. AJ. Have you not been to a baseball game? Oh, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, our listeners are cool. <laughs> I swear, like, I don't want to get on my soapbox again. But it's if you go to like a baseball or a football, I got nieces and nephews, and I go to their like sports events and stuff or like their band events. I swear these people are just making up names. They're like grabbing scrabble tiles out of a bag and like, okay, here's your name. And then, boom, whatever letters fall out, that they're just making up names. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't they think that kid's going to ever have to put that name on a job application? Yeah, there's some crazy <laughs> names out there. Like, I don't want to flame anyone, but the name Absidy, I'm sorry. Stop. Yeah. You think it's cute in your hashtag Absidy? No. Also, What's, quit making hashtags for your weddings. If, if we're getting clarif- <laughs> clarification on stuff with names, what's up with the... Lay or Leia, L-E-I-G-H. Oh, dude. Ashley or like, stupid spellings of names. Stop it. I'm also. starting to see that that yeah. particular spelling all the time with people yeah. on like shit in the paper and on dude, Facebook. Like, just stop. Yeah, people are just setting their kids up for failure. Who's gonna hire that kid? <laughs> I no have one. no idea. Yeah, dude. You know what? That kid will probably love that Blink 182 album. You know, I don't though. <laughs> What's it even called? Nine? Nine. Hang on. I'm going to pull up my notes uh, because I made some because that's how bad it was. I could not even like get through it. Honestly, I had to start and stop 
like I listened to it for a little bit and then I had to stop and listen to something else. I had to like wash the taste out of my mouth. I couldn't listen to it all in one sitting. I had to break it up into two or three settings. Yeah. Like, well, it's not even the original members anymore. Yeah. Well, DeLong's not in it, right? Yeah, Tom DeLong's not in there. He's out chasing aliens or something. But they've got this uh, this other guy named Matt Skiba or Skiba. I don't even know. He's from the Alkaline Trio. Uh, he's singing now. And I don't know if he's doing Tom's parts, but he's like singing his own parts on songs. So like him and Mark Hoppus are still like dual fronting the band, I guess. And yeah. like each singing songs. Um, like on this new record, there's songs that he's singing. And so I don't know. Maybe he's doing Tom's parts, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like drums were a heavy focus for him on the album. Yeah, so what I read was that they they recorded this album completely, and then they listened to it, and they're like, dude, that sounds just like a Blink-182 album. Let's, let's trash it and start over, because we don't want to make anything that sounds like us. We want to make something that sounds relevant to today's times. Yeah, I So they catch, basically sold yeah. themselves out. To me, it was like a bunch of 50-year-old dudes singing like they were still in high school. <laughs> Like a lot of the a lot of that's the topics were what they are felt they. like they're still trying to be Blink One Eighty Two from ninety eight when they're yeah. coming out of high school. Well, what I what I understand is that Mark was going through some depression issues, and this was like his therapy album, which I'm all for, you know, but just at least make it good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for. I it, would man. rather hear the original thing that just sounded like an album that they would make, like. We haven't been in the studio for a little bit. Let's just get in the garage and jam and set some mics up. That's way more respectable, you know? I would have probably jammed that because I love Blink-182. Yeah, I used to you be know? a fan back in the day. And yeah. I, I felt like the songs, they tried to use some of the recipes of their commercial success. Like, 100%. Like one of the songs almost was like a, a clone of uh, Stay Together for the Kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I, you I don't remember which that? one it was. Um I remember hearing it thinking, this is just like fucking Stay Together for the Kids. That was probably the only one that I actually tolerated. Um, I actually, you know what? My favorite song, I did like one. I loved it, actually. Uh, it was called Generational Divide. And the best part about that song is that it was only 49 seconds long. Oh, really? That was my favorite part. That was your favorite part of it? That it was over immediately. Yeah. Yeah. On my uh, standout tracks, it's blank. <laughs> Because I felt like nothing stood out to me on that album. And I don't want this podcast to be like we're flaming albums or like just being mean or anything. But we're going to be honest. Yeah. Like we're, we're not we're not here to fluff, you know, yeah, like it's what it is. This is what I thought about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make up a new scale for this album that I'm going to give it negative 50 stars. Negative fifty. Yeah, I thought our new scale was gonna be like cuts of meat. Oh yeah, it was. Dang it, I'm gonna give this one a Beyond Burger. A Beyond Burger. Yeah, because our <laughs> it's not even ground beef. It's not even ground beef, bro. Our what was our scale gonna be? Uh, it was select, like select, choice, prime, wagyu, and, and Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely not even select. Yeah. Yeah. So out of those, so I guess yeah, yeah. Mine would be a Beyond Burger. Okay. It would be under the scale. It would be under the scale. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I agree. I didn't like the album at all. I'm, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fluff my opinion either. Yeah. But, yeah so the uh, the thing that they did was, I don't even. I I'm so tangented right now that I'm fired up that about how terrible it was. You said something about it being drum heavy. It's because they recorded the drums first. Like typically, when you make a record, you do like 
acoustic stra- scratch track or like electric scratch track. Scratch track. I can't even talk. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> a scratch track of like the vocal and like uh, a melodic instrument, like a guitar or piano or whatever. And then like that's like your roadmap for the song. And yeah. then, you know, whatever. But this one, they laid down the drums first. That's why it had like a real hip hop vibe to me. I don't know if you felt there that. There's some where you could tell it was like more of a hip hop. Like, Yeah. They also flew in a bunch of producers that were like hip hop producers. Like they got Pharrell. Um, they got Andrew Watt, who's the guy that produced the Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne song. Really? Yeah. The guy that played the guitar on there. Um, then they got some other people that were like super hip hoppy, and I mean that's cool if that's what you want to do, but it yeah. just wasn't done well to me. Yeah, I didn't like I said I didn't care for it. I I mean I look for them to evolve past that. Yeah. You know, like you're not in high school anymore. You're at the age where you can't blame it on your youth. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, my parents were mean. Yeah, like grow the <laughs> fuck up and make some real music, yeah. please. The album art was pretty cool. Uh, it was uh, like a graffiti thing by this guy called Risk. It's like a graffiti artist that I guess is homies with uh, uh, Travis Barker. Oh yeah, Travis apparently is the guy in charge of all the artwork. Yeah, which yeah, makes sense because he looked pretty legit. Human canvas with all his tattoos. So yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I can yeah. see him being the artsy one yeah. for that. And the album was called Nine because it was their ninth album, including ah. their first EP. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't catch that part of it. Yeah. And again, I didn't research it much past the final yeah. listen. I didn't want to, but I figured if I'm going to roast something, I at least need to have all my information. Yeah. So I don't want to just blindly go in and call people out on stuff because whatever. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what are you what are you giving it? Uh, I mean, ground beef. Ground beef one one star. What is that? I don't even no, know what that is. No, it's not one what? star. One star was select. <laughs> oh yeah, one star so, select. I mean, it's so ground beef is like a zero. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go negative. I mean, I'd I'd listen to that over Taylor Swift. You know. No. <laughs> but, Taylor Swift is a freaking genius. Oh lord, dude. Used to be. But she still we'll get is. into that argument later. She's the like one of the most paid entertainers ever. And you can hate on her music, but the things she's done for unestablished artists are incomparable. Like she pretty much said if you don't pay artists for streaming their when Apple was gonna give away their Apple music for free for three months to everyone, kind of like that YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you two uh, record that they put on everyone's phone. <laughs> yeah, Remember that? Yeah. Anyway, so Apple was going to give everyone a free trial to Apple Music. And the way they were going to do it is that they weren't going to pay the artists. And Taylor Swift said, if you do that, I'm going to p- remove my entire catalog from iTunes. Well, that's admirable. Yeah. So, And she's done other stuff with streaming platforms. So she like, keeps it real, huh? Yeah, man. She's all about, like, you know. Hooking people up, I guess, or giving people their due. I mean, given you know my point zero zero six cents per stream. I'm sure lots is of people want to be hooked in furs. <laughs> I'm sure lots of people want to be hooked up by Taylor Swift, bro. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, I love her music. Y'all can roast me. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, ground beef. If I had to put it on our scale, not quite even worthy of a one. Yeah. Not worthy of a one. At I didn't all, like dude. it. No. So, but I'll tell you what album I did like the new Sturgill record. 
I haven't listened to it yet, oh but I'm looking gosh, forward dude. to that. Don't listen to anything other than with headphones. Oh, yeah. You have to have headphones. What about a car with no, the, the surround not, speakers? Nope. Has to be headphones. headphones only. I don't even think I have a pair of headphones. Oh, dude. Get some headphones. I need to need to check that out. Yeah, you know what we need though? Some official Meets and Beats Beats headphones. Karen, get that hooked up, please. Dude, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah our official logo. That'd be it's a good yeah. idea. I like it. We'll sell them on our website, which is Meets and Beats Podcast dot com, where you can find all of our information, like merch, our Patreon, and uh, you know, cool things like that. Yeah. And updates and fire memes from our social media. Yeah. Um, new Whiskey Myers <laughs> dropped today or yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So we're going to have to do Sturgill coming up and some Whiskey Myers coming up. Yeah, man. I think there's been uh, so much good music that has come out in yeah. the last month. Yeah, I know. Except for the <laughs> Blink. <laughs> Except for the Blink 182. Uh, shout out my homie John Stork just dropped an album yesterday, too. It's called Radio Cowboy. Nice. Check that out. Um, who else? Oh, my Chris buddy. Knight's got a record coming That's out what I heard. at some point. Yeah, We're going to have to check that out when it comes out. I'm going to get a box of tissues and just <laughs> cry. Yeah, it's, yeah, be ready to go to whatever dark place he's got going on in there. Yeah, dude, I made a post record. the other day that said every Robert Earl Keane song should be turned into a movie. And then someone also commented, yeah, every Chris Knight song should also be turned into a movie. And I heavily agree. Yeah, I, even more so, I yeah, think. Like, his like, movies would be some dark, sad shit. Yeah, dude. Like, what if Broken Window Serenade was a movie? It's a movie every time I listen to it in my head. Yeah, that's one of the most well-written country songs of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. And like, I just It may be an unpopular one, but, like, I don't think show it was unpopular. Was it unpopular? No, no. My opinion may oh, be unpopular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, everybody I mean, it. of all time. Like, <laughs> up there with the greats. With, yeah, dude. With George Strait. With with any of them, yeah, man, solid, solid. So, anyway, uh, let's not get off on. Yeah, although Bob, my, uh, I was gonna say my other homie Mason Lively uh, just is about to release a cover of Gravity from John Mayer. Yeah, as like a single, and uh, he's really good at singing and writing songs. So I'm sure that's gonna be fire. I've heard him play it live, but uh, I don't know when it comes out. But I'll probably post it on the Meets and Beats page. Yeah, so we got lots of cool albums to fuck with in the next yeah, couple dude. weeks. So yeah. I can't believe I wasted my time listening to that Blink-182 record. Well, you know. To be fair, um, Tony and I don't usually talk about podcast things not on the podcast. That way we don't ruin it. Um, But we were just simply in passing saying, hey, did you listen to the Blink-182 album yet? And he was like, dude, I can't get through it. And I was like, dude, me neither. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, I had a... a Put it on in the background while I was cleaning, just yeah. to say. We <laughs> almost weren't gonna review it for the podcast because we both thought it was trash, but we had to keep it real. Yeah, we said we were gonna do it. We do it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yep. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that's why they listen for honest takes. Honest takes, dude. Hey, if if we're not anything but honest, I mean, I think we're succeeding. I agree. Yeah. I think we got it. Yeah, I think we've. Hit all the buttons. I was going to ask you, what's your cheesy outro going to be? But hit all the buttons seems <laughs> like a pretty good place to stop. 